Well, hello and welcome to Life Coach Radio. I am your host, Kathleen Martin, here with my wonderful co-host, Dr. Monica Bennett. How are you today, Kathleen? I'm doing really, really good, Monica. Aww. I mean, we, we, we just had an awesome conversation before we even have this <laughs> one. So it's like, ah, it's such a great energy to be in. And, um, and you know, we, we are uh, coaches and we literally decided to be coaches. And there's a good reason why we did that, because we know that what we have to offer can make such a big difference in people's life and what's going on that's causing you not to live on, live this full on life. So we're calling it how life coaching can change your life. So we're going to get right into uh, some very important understanding of life coaching. You know, I mean, we hear a lot about it. It really took off at one point as one of the top careers to go into because it was growing. They could chart how, how careers grow. And uh, Monica and I respectively have uh, very similar coaching training in different ways. So uniquely, we're going to share with you ways that you can literally um, begin to utilize what we share so that you do begin to feel different, think different, act different, and be different and be who you truly want to be, right? So let's talk about this, Monica, where we talk about it from this point of view first. What would you say about coaching and who it's not for? Well, I feel coaching, this is not talk therapy. Uh, yes, we look at your past, or at least I look at your past. I like to know what, where you came from, get a history about who you are. But coaching doesn't stay in the past, and, and it's not talk therapy. It's not about rehashing or going back into your childhood and staying there for indefinite number of years because that's just – and me being the facilitator for that. That's not what coaching is. And that's not what coaching is for. Coaching is looking at your past, dealing with what is presently in front of you and helping you create the vision for what kind of life you envision for yourself. What it is, what are your aspirations? What are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your ambitions? What, what is it that you would like to see show up for you and how, I, we can help you what's preventing you from getting there. So coaching is not for somebody who's going to stay in a victimhood and, and uh, like therapy. And sometimes therapists kind of keep you there on the couch. This is not about, again, staying on the couch. This is about getting up, taking some action. Coaching is about action is we, at least I know for myself, I give homework to help you create the experiences that are going to move you forward. So it's not about staying in victimhood at all. It's not talk therapy. It's not staying in the past. It's not medicating anything that is um, pushing things out of the way. It's bringing things into the light, always bringing things into the light, taking things that have been under the surface and bringing them up into the light so we can see them and then move forward from there. 
Exactly. Exactly. This is very important because you, I like to put it like this too. You have to be in a state of awareness about yourself. That's at a level where you will be able to receive what we're offering. Therefore, if you are on in some other kind of therapy where it is, where you are uh, very in need of pharmaceuticals just to be able to manage your life because it's gotten to that point. Or, you know, like uh, some people do get to the point where they need hospitalization, something like that. It's not at all for that person. It's for a person who's aware Mm -hmm. that something is up. I have to do something. This is not working. My life isn't working. Uh, The things of life that matter most, I put them into Mm -hmm. categories that I believe everybody Um, shares that are very important. So if one of these areas is way out of uh, alignment, we like to use that word, balance, harmony, uh, in your life, shared by most people, that they, they just keep repeating some things that's causing them to not be feeling good in your life. Like, say, for instance, um, in the area of relationships, You know, uh, you didn't have the foundational understanding about that. So you get into them and you are very, you're carrying into it belief systems, right? That cause you to end up ending a relationship over and over and over again, right? It doesn't, it's not long-term. You're not thriving in it. You're not feeling balanced and harmonious, right? So Coaching can really help that, right, Monica? Mm-hmm. Things like that we can bring up to the light, like you said, Monica, some of the beliefs that have caused you to get into patterns and habits of thinking and feeling about something, about relationships, about money, about career, about um, health, about these core things that for most people if they were all balanced and harmonious, you would be feeling like life is really good. I feel very, not consciously, you're just feeling good and you're not, things are moving along. You communicate well, you are, um, you know, you understand the flow of currency and money and you allow a lot of it because you are in relationship with it. You understand certain principles and in, um, in health, you have a health consciousness and you're taking those actions habitually that cause you to be healthy. And you, you have this like connection with yourself, right, Monica? Yeah, it's, it's really, as you said, having a consciousness, be willing and open to change. You have to be willing and open to examine your life a well-examined life why Mm. isn't this why isn't this working for me so asking questions not as a victim but as someone who can just see what can I do to change so people who reach out for coaches I was I was on a call a couple of weeks ago somebody went onto my website and they saw I had a program I I got coached by uh, Bob Proctor from the movie 
the secret. Uh, what that's one of my coaching certif- uh, certifications. I have a few, but um, one of them was life success consultants, and that is it was brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant coaching. It was just um, it really incorporated massive amount of materials that led me to other areas. But so they they saw a program that um, I teach is um, you were born rich by Bob Proctor and rich meaning we were born with everything that we need to live uh, the best life we can. But we have this poverty consciousness and a limitation consciousness and a scarcity consciousness. Most of us, a majority of the people are born with. So she asked, Oh, I can't believe you have this. I've been looking for this. So I, I had the program. I mailed it to her and then she wanted coaching. Now I went, I was on the phone with her for a while, but I knew it wasn't a good match. And I, I just really, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. As far as coaching has to be a good match. She wasn't ready. I knew she wasn't ready. Right. She, she would just talk. She wouldn't listen at all. She was, I could tell she wasn't healthy physically. She was eating wrong foods and she was just not mentally prepared to do the changes. And I have to say no. I, right. I, I just have to say no because she wasn't open. She wanted it. She wanted it. I can tell she wanted it, but she wasn't in a position I, I, I just, you know, as a coach, you pick up on right. in, into, intuition and I knew she wasn't uh, ready to change. And it would only inhibit me as a coach and my ability if I accepted that um, her as a client. So this is not uh, rejecting people on the basis of who I think is worthy or not worthy. Right, right, it's, right. It's who is going to be. Co- you got to be coachable. Yes. Yes, that's the perfect word. You have to be at that point where you are willing to, uh, you know, you're willing to listen. The ego isn't in front, in charge. It's moved aside and you finally get through to that part of you and you literally say, move aside, I need help. And I think like this, Monica, this is the way it really became very clear to me uh, that Look, if you think of coaching, a lot of the time in the beginning, most people, if you think coach, you're thinking sports and you're thinking Olympic athlete or something like that, which is very accurate. Do you really think these um, coaches take everybody? Mm-hmm. They're, exactly. going to, they're going exactly. to sit with you and find out whether or not you're That's coachable. Right. That's right. They're not going to waste it because there will be another person mm-hmm. that will be the match that will go, yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. You help me stay on track because mm-hmm. what's pulling me, like yesterday in our conversation, Monica, mm-hmm. about the vision that's pulling me forward is so loud I can't ignore it. So you help me stay on track because anybody who has achieved success at a higher level hires coaches. That's right. They're not going to do it themselves. They know their mind will get in the way and go, you don't really need to do this. And we have blind spots too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll point them out for you. Exactly. We're going to literally be blunt with you and go, you know, Mm -hmm. you have said certain things over and over. I now know you have a belief about that. Mm. Because it's not going to show up as words like that unless you do. And then we can begin to bring that up and out. So 
it made sense to me. Of course, athletes who want to achieve any greatness are going to hire coaches. Many of them. They don't have just one. They have several. And when you get to that upper echelon, you can bet they're spending quite a chunk of change because they see in you what's there and they are they know you can get there if you just continue to listen to that inner voice that will um, release the bondage of ego that thinks, oh, no, I know, I know, I know how to do that, right? No. If you, it's much better for you to go, I really don't know how to have a good relationship anymore, or I really don't know how to achieve um, this financial stability, I, I'm like all over the place and it's either all or nothing and I can't take it. It's making me crazy or, you know, my health. I just, I, I keep going back to the same foods that are causing me to have diabetes and I, I can't break the bond. We can help you because we know what's going on. Your ego, when it's in charge, convinces you every day, you do not have to change. It's just fine and dandy that you're eating that food, that you're, you know, you're not exercising, that you are, um, uh, you know, you're in more of a state of uh, anger most of the time. So you project it out onto your partner and then you get into fights and then he says goodbye. And you're wondering, you know, then you go into the victim mode. Why is this happening to me? You know, and, uh, you know, it's all him and it's not me that you need help. <laughs> you seriously need help. And that's what we're here for. And uh, let's also, Monica, get right into some stuff here, because I want people to listen and go, because one of the things that I find in my world of and maybe you share this too, Monica, when I listen to somebody who I go, hmm, you look like you have something that would probably I, I want to listen to you. Right. Mm. And you don't, I want to leave with some substance. I want to, you know, this is what you can do. Mm. Not just tell me all the stuff we just said. Now, what can you do? Actively do, right? And I would say, first of all, you have to know whether you're willing. So, you know, uh, really have a good sit down with yourself and go, am I really ready, willing, and able to be, com to be yes. compliant? Compliancy yes. is one of the biggest Yes. hurdles for a coach, yeah. for a mentor, for uh, anybody who is trying to help people, doctors or healer, whatever. Are you going to be compliant? Because if I give you the way and you don't do it, mm -hmm. you're not ready. That's right. You're not ready. Yeah. Get, there, when there, you're ready, come back. Yeah, there's action involved. Uh, the, one, the first thing I like to do, well, before, besides uh, if I'm having a consultation with somebody and, and I find out what's going on, what's going on that's uh, making you feel stuck or uh, things aren't working out for your life. So I try to get a good background of their life in a short synopsis. Um, then I, I do a, um, an intake form just to see where they're at, where their family's at, what kind of work they do, what do they like to do, what are their, um, what are they hoping to aim for what part of their life is stuck. So there's, as you said, categories, it could be financial, it could be physical, it could be relationships, right. whatever that is, there's a few different categories. But I like to then, if they're starting to work with me, give them as an assignment of write 100 aspirations, write 100 aspirations, right? In the mm -hmm. beginning. That's not so easy. No. Yeah. 
because first of all, to aspire again, that means to breathe life into. So what do you want to breathe life into? So the people write maybe about 30, if that, and then get really stuck. But what it does is you always say it primes the mind to think of what they do want rather than what they do not want. It reframes the brain to think, well, and then when they can go, always go back to it. Oh, I just thought of something because it, it right. gives them a direction to look for what is good rather than to focus on what's not working in their life. So it redirects them right away. And that hundred aspirations, they'll always in the back of their mind, they'll think they're that's always on because our minds are always on, you know, it's always working. So, so write down a hundred aspirations. And if you can't get stuck at around 30, 40, whatever it is, you'll come back to it. All of a sudden you say, Oh, I got one. I, I, I'd love to have a massage every week or something like that, or right. what, whatever it is, but it gives them the ability to think of, Oh yeah, that would feel good. And that would feel good. And that, Oh, that would feel really good. And uh-huh. so, so that's, that's a great exercise to do uh, that, that I like to give um, my clients right away is to write those hundred aspirations exactly i do the same thing it's called a dream list and you have ah, to there you, go. you have to be willing to let go of the self-imposed boundary you've put like yeah i can't ask for that or <laughs> like you want to be absolutely free whatever comes That's remember right. where That's it's right. coming from it's yep. from that inner part of you that knows you've been thinking it all your life right. long yep. and it hears everything mm-hmm and so when you put your pen to paper and let it go just full on mm. without any boundary, you will be amazed at the things that will come up because there is no limitation. It's self-imposed. And gosh, we put self in, in, we self-impose in, in ways that are most definitely capable of being a part of your life, like having a loving, intimate relationship with someone that you can be yourself with. And you can't even write that down because it seems like that is just too big to ask for. But it's there. Vibrationally, it's there. And, you know, that's part of our trainings too, Monica. We talk about laws and principles of life that you probably have not been taught. And you need to know them. It's kind of like, you know, if you're a gardener, you do need to go along with the laws and principles of nature that you know that when you follow them, you will probably have uh, a more successful garden because you know you don't plant the seeds in the winter or something <laughs> like that, you know, or you, you just keep that all in the dark and no sunlight today. I mean, you just don't do that. Whereas we do that in unconsciously because we haven't been taught that this is where the talk therapy can only go so far because Mm. you just keep focusing on it. That's right. When you focus on your problems, it's going to be a, you know, like it's very difficult if at all that that's going to change because you've just given it exactly like the sunlight. Mm -hmm. You just laid a magnifying glass of the same problems over and over again and how bad it is. And you don't ever experience change because you're attempting to defy the laws that are involved. So what you focus on expands as a law. 
and principle. So, uh, you know, somebody who's letting you sit there, spew out your sad story over and over again, really isn't going to get you anywhere in the long run. Right. Mm, For sure. Yeah. And another thing I like to do is, is, uh, again, reframe, refocus and redirect. So somebody says, you know, I I just can't, can't do such and such. And I says, well, if you could do something and I open ended um, questions because it helps the mind to think, how would that make you feel or how could you do it? So, so it's reframing it and refocusing. So, again, so what you think you can't do, well, what, if you could do it, what would it look like? Right. So you just got, it's, it's always pulling the person into the light rather than staying in that victimhood or the darkness or what, what makes you, what's making you feel not good. I mean, yes, we have to look at that. And, and where is that belief coming from? Is this something you've been thinking a long time? Because that's what a belief is. It's only a thought that you've been thinking a long time. It can, your belief system can change. It's not truism. It's a belief. It's only what you've been thinking a long time. Yes. It's really important to reframe, refocus, and redirect that energy into what it is that, how your life could look like if you put as you just said, your attention, your focus on that, because Mm -hmm. then it'll start to open and show, oh, you're focusing on that. Well, here you go. I'm going to show you how it's going to look like. And it'll give you little glimpses and more glimpses and more glimpses. So it's fun. It's playful. It's light. You start to use your intuition as a coach i know kathleen and i we intently listen not only to the words you say but how you're saying them the tone in the voice if we see you on zoom we can get some facial expressions and see that but if it's on the phone or if it's not in person or zoom we we can we kind of pick up on those subtle energies Mm -hmm. and a good Mm -hmm. coaches does that we we're we're very 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 good listeners yes Yes. And the other part of this too, Monica, is I consider it a partnership. Oh, yes. You know, so we're partners now. I I am holding the space for you because you told me what you want. That's part of my coaching too, is you are going to answer these three questions. Mm -hmm. What do you want? Why do you want it? And how do you want to feel? And you're giving yourself permission to answer these questions that nobody's given you the permission to answer. Mm. You know, when you think about, okay, so what's going on? Why is it so hard for you to even allow yourself to ask those questions? And I'm going to go along with the fact that um, probably in your lifetime, people shut you down, Mm. you know, and they probably didn't let you answer. Hey, you know, as a child, very rarely did our parents ask, you know, like, um, they kind of caused us to think what they said that we needed was the right answer. Whereas if you say, no, I don't want that, you may have been punished for that answer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, given the idea that what I say goes, okay, as a parent. So yes, we know this now that we downloaded certain beliefs about ourselves, others, and the world is the way I put it before we were even the age of six. So you, maybe you did have an overbearing experience where people around you kept saying, do what I say, do what I say, only what I say, right? 
And then you were kind of led to believe that even if I ask for it, I'm not going to get it because they keep telling me no, <laughs> you know? So we kind of trained into thinking that. And then fast forward into your adult life, you don't even ask for what you want. Mm. You're, you're so trained to think, I'm not going to get it anyway, because this subtle energy is still there, right? So what do you want? Finally, somebody's asking, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> Instead of you have to eat those peas that you hate or mm -hmm. something like that. So, you know, I'm just giving some, some idea about how this can uh, possibly intrude on your life as an adult. So those three questions, let it go. What do you mm -hmm. want? Just mm -hmm. keep asking, That's why right. do you want it? How do you want to feel? What would it feel like you do two months ago? What would it feel if you had that? And you go like, oh, my God, I'm allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I can actually do that in this space? And yeah, go for it. And finally, somebody's sitting by your side going, go ahead. You mm. can do it. You know. And then you begin to believe it after a while with our training, with our coaching, rather, because this is a commitment. You're not going to – this is – you know. There's a time frame, like when you show up to the, Olymp the, uh, the basketball coach and you say, I'd like to be a basketball player, and you think you can get one coaching session with them, and you're a basketball player. <laughs> you know, I mean, it doesn't happen like that. And it's also, to me, Monica, this business of the way it kind of worked out in the world of therapy, generally speaking, people go, oh, once, once a week for an hour, Right. Yeah, And you're going to spew your guts and tell your sad story. And, they, and then they're going to jot a few things down that's going to psychoanalyze you or maybe give you some kind of medication. You know, I'm just saying. And then you go off and you leave and you have nothing to do for the rest of that time. Mm -hmm. And we give you exercises and that's right. writing and, yeah. and meditation and breathing and changing your body um, energy experience when you think those things because we're giving you the way out. Right. We're giving you ways out of that emotional charge that you, that's causing you to think and feel the way you do. And you interrupt it. And I do that in my coaching, too. When somebody's going on a roll, because most people want to spew their guts. They want to say how bad it is. And somebody just listen to me do that. And magically, it's going to go away. And I abruptly stop them. I go, stop, stop. You're going you are going in the opposite direction. I must stop you. You are heading you're heading back to where you came from, right? So, uh, yeah, our techniques are awesome, and they work when you work them. You need yeah. to commit. And yeah. it's not once a week. It's going to be – we're going to be in touch usually through email for me, or mm -hmm. I give a you know, little mini uh, time together where you, you need to mm -hmm. show up. You mm. need to show up and you need to be accountable. And if you're not going to do it, well, you know what? You're not going to really get results. It's yeah. up to you. Up yeah. to you. You have to be committed. It is mm -hmm. If you really want to see the change because your life or in what area is not working. I mean, I was working with a gal who she was successful, um, had a doggy daycare center. Mm. And um because of COVID, uh, her clients were becoming very, very picky uni. Uh -huh. um, she, yeah. They would have to, you know, they just got a dog and they had to leave the dog at the center and they didn't see the dog on the camera running around because you can see that now. And because the tension and the anxiety is so high. Yes. That everyone is like 
freaking out because they don't have the ability and know what we, Kathleen and I, are teaching as coaches to how to gather your life. So she she was uh, her and they were putting nasty things on um, uh, mm. as as uh, comments on the Facebook page and or or uh, what's that those um, those um, uh, critique sites. I don't know if I, oh, get, yeah, I can't yeah, think. Oh yeah, yeah, like a uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So so and and it was upsetting her and oh, and and her yeah. staff was upset and the dogs were stressed and everybody was like stressed. So. It's like, you know, just showing a few tips on how to change, how to change. Maybe you need to take a five minute meditation every so often for your staff. Maybe, you know, so, so there, there are different hints, but, or maybe it's time to sell the business. Maybe it's time, maybe the business isn't giving you what you thought it was. Maybe it's time to move on and do something totally different. You know, there's so many different options we can have, but until you get in there to see what's working, what's not, what do I, what really feels good, as you said, how do you want to feel? Do you want to, if this really isn't working, if you maybe you've been doing this for 20 years, you know, sometimes you, you, you're raised to, your parents said you're going to be a doctor, but you really don't want to be a doctor. You wanted to be a teacher or something like that, but you, and being a doctor, it doesn't just float your boat. You're just not happy doing it. It's not your thing. Maybe you wanted to join the Peace Corps and, and travel the world or adventure. That's what you really wanted to do. So you have to look at your life and see what, what's making you unhappy, but be willing to be open to the possibilities of what it is you you were born to do. Sometimes I ask them, what, what did you like to do when you were six years old yeah, or seven yeah. years old? What, what really, what you lost complete lack of time. You can do it for hours, no matter what it was, nurture your nature. What, what did Mm. you just love to do as a child? Maybe you need to reconnect with that and do it just in maybe a different way or, but what was it that you just loved to play with? So it's it's, it's just doing this investigation. It's like an investigation into your life. And you are the most important person in your life. You are. I right. mean, right. I, I, I've done training with Brian Tracy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and more um, coaches that have more of a, a, of a corporate background. Right. So, so there's many different ways of coaching, but they all lead to the same thing. I mean, incremental change every day every day incremental change you will get to where you really want to be but you've got to be committed to as as Kathleen says in the partnership because it is a partnership and sometimes you you might not want to do it and you have to question that well why didn't you do it Why, why are you really committed to the change I mean Kathleen and I we were committed. I mean, I, there was a time in my life I was bankrupt. I was going through a divorce. I had two kids. Um, life was tough, but I was committed. And, and was it easy? I'm not going to say it was hard. I, I like to use the word it was new, new experiences. Right. Did it, did it feel hard? Yes. It felt hard, but it's not really hard. It's just new. They're new beliefs. They're new, new reprogramming. 
those neural pathways to open them up. And that feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable and you want to run back into your safety zone, but there's no growth there. I mean, as I said, life begins outside your comfort zone. So you got to stretch yourself. I mean, the same thing with an athlete or anything. If you want to reshape your body, you have to use those muscles and the same mental muscles. You have to use those mental muscles to really reprogram, reshape, redirect, refocus. And you, you can be a new person, literally somebody you don't even recognize. Like, who was that person? <laughs> you know, I don't recognize, recognize myself from 30 years ago. You know, Monica, it's so interesting because when I, first of all, you know, this is life. There's no stop. It's constant (laughs) growth. It's, you wait, have you noticed? I mean, it's nonstop. Not even when you are sleeping, does your mind go to sleep. That's true. There's another opportunity in there and you want to turn to everything like your client there where you go, okay, so you're sitting, you're telling me that you're, you're feeling X about this. I feel anxiety. I feel worry. I feel fear. I feel upset. Not the feelings you want to feel right now about your life, but change is part of life. So it's changed. So now what has, has come out of it? What would you like? And they start to name those words, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, now you're on a roll. Now you, you took it off of that. You put it on that. You focus on now the, what you would like, right? And then you get in there and you, you do the inquiry, Right. Like you're, you're directing your client like you mm-hmm. do so well, Monica. Yep. So what is this showing you is, you know, what questions could you ask yourself like right now? Is this what I want to continue doing? Well, no, if it's going to keep going like this, probably. Not. Well, what would you like to do? Is there something in particular that you have had a thought about? Well, yeah, actually, there there I often thought about like you're saying, Monica, all my life long, I wanted to be a blankety blank, right? And then we help you. We help you at least begin to, to be willing to think about this new version of yourself that's happening here. Or maybe it could go like this, where you go, I would really like for like the way it was before this happened. And I was really actually quite happy in what my business was. And the people were nice and the people were satisfied. You start to lay, you start to describe it. People are nice. People love my business. People uh, refer me to other people. My business is growing. And you get out of that story as fast as you Mm, can, mm -hmm. the one you don't like, and on to the new one that you now can uh, begin to focus on. And it will begin to attract more energy to it. And either that can change, right? Or you have a new idea and you go over there, but the reason why is because you changed from the inside out and then it will reflect back to you. But if you keep sitting on that story and, you know, I feel like um, because this is a never ending story and you need to get way involved with the uh, being the script writer and the producer and the (laughs) actor or actress or whatever don't leave it up to life Mm. and don't leave it up to other people you better get in there and start to decide what it is that you want otherwise you will uh probably be a pretty dissatisfied person in your life Mm -hmm. and you will be in the victim mode saying it's all out there it's because those 
clients of mine are behaving badly and they're posting over there and you'll you yes that seems real right monica but Mm. the fact is it's temporary it's a you know we're ongoing ongoing and you can recreate every morning right like Mm -hmm. go to sleep and your mind is still active and you go wake up and we've already shared on our shows techniques that we use in our coaching Oh, yeah, you get involved before you get out of that bed. Are you designing the day? Or are you just jumping up into the same movie and story that was from yesterday that you didn't like? If you like it, keep it going. But if you didn't like it, you better get in there and look out into the life and go, this is what I'm projecting out, my, my ideal life story, and have it be reflected back to you. That's how it works. But you were never taught this. I know I wasn't, Monica. <laughs> you know, mm. I just thought I used to think I must have been born under an unlucky star because every time I turn around, some bad thing is happening to me. Mm. <laughs> well, a lot of people feel that way. You know, oh, I can't. Things are going too good. The shoe's got to drop, you know. Oh, yes. Yes. That's a common belief. It really is. It's it's um, and, and these, you know, you. As you said earlier, you know, in a different, I think, conversation, we've heard no so many times growing up mm-hmm. that it's such a program, a belief in us that we know we can't have that. No, that's way too out there. I can't even think. I won't even entertain that thought because it's so, uh-huh. uh, it, no, no, that won't work. No. Write a letter to yourself. And, oh, that's um, good. yeah. Uh, you know, have somebody send it out to you, give it to someone and have them send it to you in a year from now of what, what it is you would like to see in your life or where you are. And just pretend, just pretend play, play. Yeah. Yeah. Play. I, I, I did, um, I did some coaching with Jack Canfield and I actually was at his home and he has parties of once a year, Come as you come. Was it was it come as you are? Yes. So or who you want to be? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So come as uh, so you coach with him, and then at another time you'll you're coming as that person who you projected you want to be. So show up like that. Show up. Play with that. Yeah. What, how would you look like? You know, so you can play. It's it's this is all play. The life yep. is life is about play. It's it doesn't it doesn't have to be that work work work. The more feminine approach to it is more of a playful side, and nature is much more playful. Yes, yes. You've only been led to believe things. They're not real. They, it's <laughs> only you know something that's real is because you keep going like that. Mm. So. Um, a belief is just a thought you keep thinking over and over until it becomes a belief. Mm-hmm. But a belief is temporary. Knowing is a whole, that's where you want to be headed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a hierarchy I learned too. Things that you want to ask yourself. Like, what do you know for sure that you know and no one can tell you otherwise? Mm. So, you know, you know your name. You know where you live. You know your phone number, you know that you are a woman or a man, you know that 
you've got those children and you have that husband say, as an example, you know, that's your mother, you know, that's your, and you get into like giving your mind the feeling of absolutely. I know that nobody can come up to me and say, your name is Fred. It would be ridiculous. I would not, I would go, no, you know, without a doubt. No, but you have some beliefs in there, right. That, um, are, not knowings yet. I mean, you're at the belief stage, but you're not knowing it. So mm-hmm. it can be kind of wobbly. Somebody can convince you, you know, that's not true, right? Like you say, I believe that I can become an Olympic athlete. Mm. I, I'm really showing up. You know, people are giving me feedback here that I, I can ski, wowza. Mm-hmm. And um, a part of you will come up and go, hmm. I don't know if I really believe that. Right. And it will kind of beat you down off of that high view of yourself. Mm. But when you know it, nobody can do that. That, you know, you don't have enough money to do that or you're not skilled enough to do that. Right. They'll come in and kind of rain on your parade. Maybe it's somebody of authority that, you know, you actually look to as a source of, you know, um, I really, you know, if you say, what do you think about this idea for my life? And they say something and you go, you are right. Right. Mm. Instead. And you gotta, you gotta bypass really actually a lot of the people in your life because they aren't really gonna join you in that. Mm. Some people get jealous. I, I, I mean, you know, how about this as an example, Monica, you are in a family, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you're all not taking very good care of yourself and you're all overweight and you all kind of, you know, you all feed each other, right? We all sit around and eat like that and we're all overweight and we're not taking the uh, being accountable. So we kind of get into this um, vortex of energy between all of us. We all share this experience. And then you wake up and you go, I I can't do this anymore. I'm looking in the mirror and, and my soul is going, you better change. Okay. You're not happy. Food is not going to make you happy. And you step aside from the tribe, right? Mm. That's going to be a very big challenge for you. It's going to go kicking and screaming. And and you say, you know what I'm going to do to your family? I've decided it's time. I got to stop eating that food and start exercising. And they're going to go, you're never going to be able to do that. Yeah. They want, they like lure you back because they're not ready. Right. And you're going to be a reflection of what they really actually should Mm. be doing because Mm. it is in alignment with your higher self. Who's going, you know, if you don't make these changes, you can actually die because you can have a heart attack. Say is the message, but you keep going. No, no, no. It's just too tasty over here. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell me I have to stop eating those foods because they gave you a, a false sense of something that you've been wanting so much, which is to feel that self-love connection that you're just naturally eating healthy and you're naturally moving and you're, the, the laws and principles, right? You got to move. You got to eat nourishing food. You got to get sunlight. You got to get fresh air and you're not doing it. It will keep attempting to bring you over to it 
And you go, you know, you're resisting. You keep putting up that resistance until finally it gets through to you, <laughs> you know, and you do get there and you go, I can't look at myself like this anymore. Right. And those are the people that are successful. They just, and with a coach, mm-hmm. let me tell you, they're going to hire coaches, mm. you know, because they're leaving their tribe, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not easy because, um, that misery kind of likes company. Uh-huh. But, uh, and, mm-hmm. and if you, if you want to become a master of your life in different areas, whatever area you're focusing on or more than one area, you know, it, it takes discipline. Discipline yeah. is a high level of awareness. There's seven levels of awareness. Discipline is, is up there. It's number five. Then there's experience and then there's mastery. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it, what is it? You, 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 we don't know what we don't know. You're an unconscious incompetence. Uh-huh. And then you become a conscious incompetence. So you know what you don't know. So before you didn't know what anything you yes. just didn't know. You were totally unaware. But then you become conscious that you don't know certain things. And then you can go to being... Uh, a conscious, what is it? An, an unconscious, no, it's a conscious um, competent. You're conscious competent. So you know, but you have to work at it. You have to work at knowing how to change. So it's, it's, oh, so it's, you're, you're always aware that, okay, it's, it's a little resistance there, but I know I have to work at it until you hit mastery where you become an unconscious competent. You yes. Just, you just know it. You just, it's ingrained. It's like an ice skater who just flawlessly in, you know, you watch them and it's like, oh my God, how do they do that? It's like, but, but they've done it over. They practice, 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 practice over and over again that it looks flawless. It's mm. just completely, uh, you look at them so gracefully and you're like, wow, but that. It was discipline. That was experience. That's falling a hundred and God knows how many times and just doing it over and over again. So they just know how to do it so beautifully. And we can do that in our own life, depending upon what it is we want to master, whether it's um, communication and and having a great relationship or whether it's, it's in the work field that we want to do or the career Whatever it is that you want to get to that mastery, again, as Kathleen said, you have a partner to get there. That you become that ice skater. You don't do that alone. You need somebody to see, well, if you move this way or that way or tweak it or change it or, or just rearrange certain things or somebody to encourage you all the time. You, you know, at one time it might have been your parent, hopefully, but most of the time we never got that from our parents. So, so that's where coaches really, really come in to support you, to help you live your best life. Mm. Monica, I mean, if anybody listens back to this and that's what they listen to, you're going to walk out of this call with so much, so much. And it's a life-changing experience. You want to change your life. And that's, that is such a, it's so wonderful when you get to that point where you go, I have to change. And Mm. guess what happens? Mm. The spirit within, you finally feel in it flowing 
and it's going to literally take your hand like your parent did when you were learning to walk, right? Mm. And support you through it and you will, you will achieve it. And it's really not unlike when we were children, Monica, if you ask me where, when you think of the way we're designed is the more you do a thing, right? Over mm. and over and over again, mm-hmm. it, you will become it. And then it's easy. That's right. So at first, it seems hard to learn Mm. how to walk or ride a bike Mm -hmm. or something else. So, but those early things. And then you did it over and over again with support, Mm -hmm. knowing that that support was there. That really helped you to maintain your commitment. And then it hardwired and it took over for you. You didn't have to think about walking at some point. You just did it. But, and it felt easy. So things get like that because... You step out of the way that's and right. spirit is doing it through you. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm. you can achieve with anything. Mm. That's when we do look at someone like, it's so funny you bring up ice skating, Monica, because periodically I am led to look at um, uh, uh, a few things will pop up when I'm on certain social media. And um, it's, it, it's the things that I look for, the feel good things, all these mm. things that I'm going to. definitely decide to look at Mm. you know and it's been ice skating from like these (laughs) championships and you do sit there and you literally sit there and you go they look like they're defying laws and principles here (laughs) it's amazing isn't it but i know it's because they aren't skating spirit is skating through them and their bodies are just being used because they committed and they have a knowing So that's what we want you to leave with on this uh, coaching conversation with you can get to that knowing in these areas that I know matter most to you in your life. And you can um, incremental experiences that show you the evidence. And Mm. I believe that's, you know, let's face it, Monica, if you like mm, somebody says you say, you know, I really want to say it is um, losing weight. Okay, that's a big one in our mm. culture because mm-hmm. sad to say, you know, this country is, is quite um, challenged by uh, that particular health experience where a lot of people are, you know, pain relieving eating is the way I think. And they need help. They need coaches and they need, they need to, the support. And the body has, will do it just like this. It will become easier and easier and it will just do it on its own. It's been trying to do it it, the whole time. So, um, you know, the, the experience of wanting to have a different body, right. And, uh, with our help, you are given the way to actually get the evidence that this is working because let's face it, if you didn't get some kind of evidence, unlikely you're going to stick with the thing. Like if you stop eating those foods and you exercise and you don't see any difference, Mm -hmm. right. Within a certain reasonable amount of time, not overnight, not some of these exploitive ways that people say, just do this for one week and you'll lose 50 pounds. That's not sustainable. That's right. So, you need a little bit of evidence along the way. And you know what your first evidence is going to be? You're going to feel better. You're going to start to have energy flow and it will support you. And that's what you want anyway. Like Abraham Hicks, one of our favorite resources too, says, the reason why you want anything is because you believe that when you have it, you will feel better 
or you will feel good. Everybody wants to feel good, but you can feel good right now. And that's what you actually need to do. You need to begin to feel good before all of that weight is gone, say, or before you have your lover or before you have all that money. You need to go first. And we can get the ball rolling with you by giving you these ways that we shared in this call, literal ways that you will begin to have evidence, right? And then the evidence will keep you going forward. You'll be being pulled by the vision, right? Instead of pulled back by the pain. So you just keep going forward, one foot in front of the other, and you keep doing it. And then evidence after evidence after evidence, and you will achieve the thing that you want, right? But it's, it's, it's really in need of a partner, of our energy blending with yours, reflecting back to you that we know that you can get from where you are to where you want to be, right? Totally, 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 totally. It works if you work it, so work it, you're mm-hmm. worth it. <laughs> exactly. That's a mantra. Keep saying it over and over, and that's why that particular, those particular words shared by a lot of people who are attempting to change their lives in, in a way that's got and uh that's that's their motto that's Mm -hmm. their mantra Mm -hmm. you know keep doing it keep working it you're worth it and it will work when you work it Mm -hmm. and we'll leave you with that (laughs) and uh keep keep listening keep listening we're here for you and we have a lot of a lot to offer and i would highly recommend that you reach out to us you know and get the get it going get the that vision uh that you have pulling you forward and you'll have the the we are giving you proven and effective tools techniques and processes that will help you and it they will empower you because it's self-empowerment that you really want to experience so Mm -hmm. let everybody know monica how they can reach out to you Yes, you can reach me at my website, which is Monica Bennett, two N's, two T's, dot biz, B-I-Z. And you can book a free consultation right there. And uh, you can reach out to me in email at mb at monicabennett.biz. Or you can reach out and get my book and read all about it at monicabennett.net so there you go yep yep just do it i'm telling you just do it (laughs) and (laughs) those simple words wow right uh nike was brilliant in that but uh (laughs) then after you do it you can say i did it (laughs) yes yes Yes, it's so wonderful. So, uh, and then you can also visit our Facebook page, which is Life Coach Podcast on Facebook. We post our episodes, we post inspiration, we post uh, tools, we post resources. So it's a really good landing place uh, Mm -hmm. as we are actually in the process of creating a beautiful website for our podcast with more. And... um, for myself, you can reach out to me at KathleenMartinCoaching.com. It's my name with a K, KathleenMartinCoaching.com. And, you know, we make it so easy, as you have probably become accustomed to when you land on websites. You know, things drop right in front of your face so you can take an action. <laughs> <laughs> so just just uh, reach out to us and leave your name. We can have that 
uh, you know, that conversation, see if life coaching is for both of us, actually, right? As you began, mm-hmm. Monica. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you're serious about change and you really do use that commitment uh, experience, oh my gosh, amazing things can happen for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have our resources. Just reach out to us and keep listening, keep sharing. We totally appreciate it when you just listening and showing up and staying to the end and also sharing it because we know that you know somebody who would really benefit from hearing what we shared today. Right, Monica? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really critical in the times we live in. Oh, yes. Yes. Great opportunities out there, though. It's mm, all an opportunity. Mm, mm, mm. It's all an opportunity when you look at look at it like that. So mm-hmm. we're here for you. Keep listening. And until our next one, Monica. Take care, Kathleen. You too. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Bye.